Welcome to the Quantum Leap Podcast. It's Matt and Chris here, and here with us today is none other than Caitlin Bassett. Caitlin, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, we are thrilled to have you back. We're going to put this out as its own little special because it's such a special event. And uh, we're just so happy that you were able to join us. Of course. Anytime. When's the last time I spoke to you? Season one? It, it was back end of season one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, 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 you haven't been able table. to speak to anyone since. So. Yeah. We weren't allowed to talk to anybody. Right. right. So that must have been frustrating. It was. Yeah. It was a, it was a weird, it was a very weird experience. I mean, look, we were very lucky, right? Because we had a show and half of shows roughly got canceled, which was just Mm. heartbreaking. I know actors that shot the show and they're just Mm. trapped. will never be seen. Um, So it's pretty, it's really hard out there for actors and crews. And it's, it's a very scary time. So we're in a very lucky position to have had shows coming out. But I will say... It was heartbreaking to have shows coming out that you can't promote. You can't yes. talk about because we, we worked so hard to make them and we were so excited to, for people to see them. And it was obviously such a big reveal. Like that wasn't a small mm-hmm. change coming into season two. And we just had to sit there and wait it out. But I'm glad we did. You know, I hope the deal was worth it. So yeah. all of that. You always seem to have so much fun. All of you always seem to have so much fun promoting the show. So, yeah, it's it's great to have you back to be able to talk to you. Thank you. Yeah, we do. We do. We like the show. We like each other, which helps, except for Ray. Awful. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> everyone knows that. We can tell. Monster. So shall we, um, shall we dive right in and talk about some of the, uh, some of the cool stuff that's been happening over the last six episodes? And particularly, we, uh, we have been loving the journey that Addison has been going on over the last uh, six weeks, um, oh. as challenging as it's been. We've been loving watching it. Let's, let me rephrase that. We've been loving watching <laughs> that journey that Addison and Ben have been going on. What were your first reactions? How did you find out about the arc that you were going to go through? And what were your first thoughts when you, you learned about this? Totally. I think my first thought was, am I being fired? <laughs> is this just a long walk to fired? <laughs> like, <isn't it? laughs> um, no, but it was, I mean, I was so pumped because Martin and Dean, you know, kind of sat me down and they're like, we want to tell you, I think it was a phone call. Um, but it was a sit down kind of phone call, not a, mm-hmm. Hey, let's talk for two. Uh, and, and they were like, here's, here's our, here's what we're looking to do for season two. And we were still, I mean, obviously we were still shooting season one because we had that big, massive break of three days between the two. <laughs> we had a long weekend. We had a Monday off. I swear, that's not <laughs> We had a Monday off. And we were like, thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we got Monday. Um, but was anyway, that just to recover from the rap party? Was it, right. <laughs> there was like a rap party and then the hangover? No, no, we, couldn't, then, we couldn't afford a rap party. We're, <laughs> we're McDonald's. No, we got high fives. Yeah. We did get wrapped out, so it was sweet because we got you know everyone gets wrapped out when they technically mm-hmm. wrap a season, um, which was very meaningful. There's a video I'll probably post at some point. I'm crying, surprise, surprise, because it was just to go on this journey for with all of these wonderful people, and then for it to to have a chapter close and be like, you know, I'll see you tomorrow. But um, <laughs> part of this is done, and that's. Dad and Georgina, we haven't seen her, who I'm going to lunch with this week, which I'm very excited about. Um, but anyway, how did they tell me? They called and they said, we have a direction, so we want to let you know. And um, that's an amazing cat. Thank you. She <laughs> likes to distract. She, she could tell you that you were launching into something. There. Exactly. I was, just I was, wanted to break was, the flow. Yeah. We were taking off. Um, yeah, they just they called me and said, here's what we want to do. It's going to be a time jump. Uh, and they basically just pitched the whole episode one and I thought it was great. I thought it was a really inventive way to break us out of the season one mold mm-hmm. and let, I think we learned a lot of lessons from season one about this show and going into season two, I think they started to incorporate those lessons in a very smart way. We started using the cast differently and I would argue better. We started to see people in their lives because we launched into the season one 
Ben already left. We're our, the house is already on fire. So mm-hmm. there's not much to be done, but try to put out fires. Where in season two, we're like, hold on, we got to come back to the house? The house that burned down, that one? That, that's, a, that's a big ask, right? And everybody's been in their lives. Um, so it was really exciting and also a little scary because they took a risk. They took a very big risk, creative risk with my character this year. And um, I think Dean and Martin really wanted to um, make sure I, I wasn't, uh, you know, too worried about that. And I think if I'm being honest, I was too naive to be properly worried about that. <laughs> and then as we started, I was like, sure, whatever you guys say, it's going to be great. And then we started walking down the path and I was like, oh, <laughs> This might not go well. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, as the journey has unfolded, it's been so wonderful to just to just play it different. That's what I've noticed most about this new season. As it's been unfolding, there have been uh, very specific journeys for each character. And um, Addison seems to have, like sort of the worst part of it because you're in there and you want to be um, there for Ben the way you always have, but you can't be there for Ben the way you always have because it's now all fundamentally changed. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving that they're writing Addison smart this season. Um, someone that is not just thinking with emotions, but considering Ben above all. And I want to know, how do you feel about the way that um, Addison is being used this season? Uh, because we did have the blow up and, and now here in episode six, you're a little bit in the background, but you're still you know, a major part of the story. So I, I guess maybe it's talking about how you had to do it in season one versus how you're doing it in, in season two. Yeah. The term I use is kid gloves because in season one, I had to deal with Ben with kid gloves. He didn't remember stuff yelling at like having a, an adult high level issue with somebody who can't, doesn't even have the information to have a, a, that conversation back to you, nor are they in a position to um, uh, creates a, a, a dynamic that I don't think anyone really foresaw. Uh, Cause it's not a very um, normal trope for a character, you know what I mean? To have, to have, so it's, it, it was a lot of learning and yet I, I tended in season one to, to be a lot of extension of Ben. What has Ben going through? How do I make him okay? How do I make him safe? And um, who Addison was got very dissolved in what I call the Ben of it all. And I just had to treat him with kid go- gloves and one of my favorite things that came out of their mouth when they gave, when they called me to tell me what season two was going to be was that Ben's going to remember everything. Because now, sure, he's leaping. Sure, he's still in time. And that's a little tragic and all of those things. But I now have like a human that remembers all the things that I can talk to. Um, and that's been really nice. And you're right. Like she's smarter and Things are different now. She like I loved I think one of my favorite Addison episodes of of the season so far was honestly episode two, because you saw her in her element. And she said, I don't I don't want to come back. This isn't my life anymore. Like you Mm -hmm. can't just put me through what you put me through, make me recover from it and then just whistle. And I come running back. Of course, I must because. She has to, at the end of the day, like that's still, I would do it for any, like, you, you know, if you lost your best friend, if I think at the end of the day, if, if, if Al would do it for Sam, Addison always has to do it for Ben. Right. Um, and I think any, you know, Al would definitely come back. Like he never left. He, he, he tried until he didn't make it anymore. Um, but I do really appreciate what I've gotten to play this season. Cause it's just, it's a little bit higher level. Uh, I'm dealing with, somebody who has agency as well now, instead of being so fish out of water the whole time. Uh, and there's other players on the board. So it's not all about Ben all the time. And obviously now Addison is in a new relationship with Tom. Yes. How's that 
clearly Tom and Ben are very different people. How's that changed the way that you approach Addison in terms of yeah, how she how she handles each of those? Well, it's been that was honestly probably the hardest part. Um, first of all, Addison felt like she was cheating on Ben. Because there was no break in between that. So we shot 18 and then two weeks later, I have a new dude, which felt just as abrupt as mm-hmm. you would assume that feels. Um, and but what's been really nice is Peter has a very different energy from Ray and he brings a very different thing Um <clears throat> So as an actor, I kind of got to cheat a little bit in the sense that like I can just deal with the two humans differently and you're going to see a difference because Mm -hmm. they're different people. So if you're dealing with them as they are, um, you know, you're going to see a different relationship. But I also work to build what's the difference here. Like if you because obviously like the Ben and Addison relationship was passionate and they were friends and they're they're the people that dreamed together. Right. They they thought they were going to make the world a better place. And they and that the, the the people that do that and the energy that that requires and the relationship that there's so much excitement and like, are we going to do this? Are we? And it and it's reflected in their relationship where then when tragedy sets, when you lose your family, when when it all goes terribly, terribly wrong and you somehow survive that. And then who do you go to after that? Who's the person that you're going to go to? It's not going to be the same person. You, mm-hmm. you, you've put the excitement behind you. I think, I think that was one of the things Dean and I, am, most in particular, spoke about because I think there's a moment in Addison's life between the time Ben didn't come back and the time she decided to really pursue things with Tom, where she put childish things away, and we're not going to have silly dreams anymore. We're going to have a a relationship with a friend and an equal who is understand. We understand each other and it doesn't have to be all those extra things. It doesn't have to be the rest of it. And I think those relationships have come through, which is nice. Um, But it, you know, it's, it's a different one. (laughs) (laughs) The way you describe it, it sounds, you know, reasonable for where the character's at and everything that's happened to the character, but it's so tragic. It's She's so tragic. Putting childish things away, um, dreaming about being a leaper. It's it, true. it kind of speaks, but it speaks to one of the things that I've noticed in this season, which I've really loved, is the fact that Addison's finally able to give voice and vent some of the resentment she must have been feeling since season one. We haven't mm-hmm. seen you so animated or angry, quite frankly, since you trashed the apartment looking for the, uh, the, the, the drive, the thumb drive. Right. And in this season, you, you're getting to do so much stuff, um, Addison, Ben stuff where you're laying it out on the line and finally maybe telling him some of the things you've been wanting to tell him since, since all of this went down. So can you talk about? playing that side of the character. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's what I, that's what I really mean when I say the kid gloves came off. Like I can finally tell him about himself and I don't feel like I'm kicking a puppy because he remembers and he has agency too now. And, um, and there was a lot of season one, which, you know, again, I felt very handcuffed to the, to where he was in his amnesia and, and his exposure in the leaps where it was just like, you know, this isn't the time for you to have a problem that has to wait because the leap matters because Ben matters because none of that can be addressed right now. And then in season two and, you know, even episode three, we get into it a little bit when he's jumping over that gate, Yeah, but he gets into it more. He lets me know about myself (laughs) and I do remember being just like the audacity, like the sheer <laughs> audacity. And, and like, remember Ray and Caitlin are friends. So there's like a thing of like, Oh, really? <laughs> really? So, 
that was a fun day and we got caught in a hailstorm. I wish I could have told you all these things. We got, Ray and I got caught in like a 1920s car in the middle of a hailstorm. It was crazy. <laughs> we're like opening the carters. We're like, get in. And like crews like running in to get out of the hail. It was nuts. Like the weather on season two has been comical. Yeah, if we're going to go down that side road, I think you're finally able to post some behind the scenes stuff. And it looks like during this has taken too long. There was a blizzard. It literally took too long. They had to shoot. <laughs> yeah. They kept shooting that episode through episode. I want to say four. Like they kept having reshoot days. It, and then their reshoot days got snowed up. It was. <laughs> was nuts and there was like a big cast marissa was on it or melissa um you know she's not a small deal like she was busy and she kept having to come back to set. This, this was this was being shot over the summer right i mean i granted i'm british but this is no, spring no, no, summer no, no. in la we no? we started it in february Again, maybe this is the British in me. I just assume February in LA is, is usually pretty good weather. I didn't realize that's, that's what Martin assumed when he tried yeah. to make California for <laughs> Afghanistan. And then it, <laughs> and then it hailed. <laughs> yeah. So you're not all alone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was comical, the season two, uh, of it all. And we can talk more about that when we get to episode five, which was another, just happenstance of nonsense, which ended up very fun. But sorry to, to backtrack to your question. Um, I, and I'm probably being terrible to edit right now. I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, it, we finally got to get into it, into the realness of you left, you decided to do this. Yes. To protect me, but who am I? Well, I'm not a damsel. Like help, like at the very least have a conversation with me about this. Um, and then he let me, uh, you know, Ben let Addison know about herself in three, but my favorite scene so far was in four was, was the fight in four. Mm-hmm. Um, because for the first time she got to go, just let it rip with him now still with love you don't hate the man like you'll you'll love him to death which is why it hurts so much you can't hate somebody you don't care about to a certain extent um but to just be able to lock in with ray and ben and be like this has not been fair from the beginning and i am about done hearing about it now this has sucked for me for years and quite literally Addison for the whole run of this thing. Mm -hmm. So yes, I understand that you're mad that I didn't wait. And I understand that you're dealing with that and that's going to take a second, but chill fuck out because you are not the only one going through something here. And it was just so nice to do it. And so nice. It was freezing that day. It was very hard to shoot. Um, But I just remember me and Ray really just being like, Okay, let's go. Like we we even like there were extras that were walking by. We're like, get ripped. Like we can't. We just we don't want the noise. We just want this moment to be the pinnacle of basically season one. Almost. It was a reflection of that that was now being moved on to its next chapter. That one got me this early, too. I mean. I think when we talked about it in the pod, it was, it was basically Addison saying, Addison saying, nobody asked you mm-hmm. to do this. You took this upon yourself. So honestly, you know, stow it. And stow it. I think I used more colorful language, but, um, <laughs> it was very, it was, it was very, I didn't know I needed to see that scene until I saw that scene. And I love that scene. I think that is a highlight, if not the highlight so far of season two, certainly the highlight of the Ben and Addison stuff in season two. My favorite two scenes between Ben and Addison so far this season was um, when you guys first reconnected in the bank episode in the bank heist. And you even said to Tom, he's going to know, he's going to take one look at me and he's going to know. And then we get that scene where, Raymond looks at you and you can just see the moment where his heart breaks mm, and he, you know, was, oh, you found, you, you thought I was going. And, oh, and then you have that scene where you guys just go at it. And it, when you gave him, you know, just a comeuppance, it was, it was so good. It was so good. So 
I mean, I don't know where I'm going with that. I just want to let you know that there have been so many different things in this season that I've been able to latch on to that I don't know if I expected to ever see in this version of Quantum Leap. And it's nice to see these characters being able to do something more than the dynamic that we had in season two. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, it's been fun to play. It's been fun to exist in. um, And it's, it proves the show can be more than just an episodic and, or, uh, you know, basically it's essentially a procedural, especially the old version. It was a buddy cop procedural show. That's what the show is. Um, And, and if we can incorporate these different plot lines and they can work, you just have to get them out of the mold of the whole point of a show is to either get Ben home or can we get, you know, obviously that's always a question. Not only are we trying to get Ben home, we're trying to get Sam home, but, but that, that can't be the only thing we're doing every episode. We have to live. We have to, we have to be fully uh, founded adults as well. And I think this season has started to do that. Well, I will say, um, and this is, you know, this is my first big show. Um, Ray and I didn't like doing it. It wasn't nice. Like it, as an actor, yes, it's fun. It's fun to like go in and like do a more emotional scene, but we, we don't like those dates, those days of like the, when we shot that scene, the fight scene. And then the worst one was honestly, when basically he tells me to not be his hologram anymore. We actually had a rough day and we kind of just sat together all day and then we'd go do it. And then we'd kind of like sadly walk back because it hurt. It was like too, it wasn't so much the, the, the breakup of lovers as, is it felt like a breakup of friends, which is a very un, under talked about um, uh, tragedy that people go through in life. <laughs> Is like, not only am I losing a, a lover, but that had already been lost for a year or so, you know, and Addison for at that point for four years, that lover had been lost. But it was this, the friendship that was like, this has to go away now. Um, and it was very sad. It was very sad to play. It was very sad to do. And, and neither Ray and I liked doing it, but it worked well. And we shouldn't have liked it because if we did, then the characters weren't actually, weren't actually breaking if if we were happy with it, you know? And since then, uh, at this, the point of the season that we're at now is there's been two episodes gone where the, the two characters haven't interacted. Mm-hmm. I know, generally speaking, whenever we speak to any of the guest stars who appear in the leaps, they say, oh, we don't have any, we don't have any time with the project. Does that, does that work both ways? Have you been working well, I guess you haven't been working with with Ray throughout episodes five and six. Have you seen less of him? Is that Mm -hmm. that whole dynamic? Yeah. So I guess then my question is both for you, Caitlin, but also thinking about Addison, how's that changed your relationship with Mason, Ernie, Nanrissa and Magic and and Jenna? Have have you been more close to them in, in the filming of five and six? Well, certainly, because they were the only ones I was seeing. Um, But I didn't see them more because we basically film HQ days, one to two days Mm -hmm. an episode. So I was and I'm I'm always generally in HQ. So I I, I basically still saw them one or two days an episode. I just then didn't see Ray and everybody else for the rest of the time. Um, But yeah, absolutely. I mean, it became the only time I was on set and and, 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 you know, that's, it is actually a little like, let's, it's hard to work every single day. Mm-hmm. Like Ray works so hard. I mean, it's bananas. Um, but sometimes it's hard to not work and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, right. Okay. Um, we got to get back into this. It's a, the stop and go of it. Nanrissa, I remember talking about it was like trying to figure out how to navigate that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a different type of challenge. For sure. Yeah, and that was something we we noticed that in season one. For for all that Ray works extremely hard, you're the only one that's in both the leaps and the project time. So yes. you must have had that consistently for eighteen episodes, and then yes. yeah, it's 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 very strange for us as an audience not seeing you 
constantly there. So yeah. I can only imagine what it's like for you. It was weird. It was also, you know, especially for one episode, the first one, it was kind of nice. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yes. <laughs> I think I take Everyone gets out. a week off. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't my favorite. Um, I'd rather be at work. I'd rather be mm. on screen. But I also think it's very healthy for shows, especially this show, to m- move the dynamics a bit. Mm-hmm. I think, um, especially my character had a little bit of screen saturation, which I was always there. And, you know, I understand why we needed that in season one, because he's brand new to this. You know, all of these can be go sideways in two seconds. But by season two, okay, let's back up a bit. Like he's, he kind of gets how this happens. He's pretty good at it now. Um, you know, just like how Sam and Dean worked. Like Sam did a lot of things by himself and, and, and that works. So let Ray leap, but that also allows the rest of us to be having storylines that again, aren't about the Ben of it all. Um, and so his own competence kind of gave us the space that the show needed. Uh, and then, yeah. And then the breakup, of course you add in, you get different dynamics on the screen. You have Ernie, which who, who just delivered a phenomenal episode and, and they can use that, right. They can use Ernie in, in the LA riots and which was an amazing thing to have, mm-hmm you know, Ernie, who's African-American and Ray, who's Korean, talking about this thing that we rarely ever see from the Koreans perspective, the LA riots, that's almost never been talked about, which by the way, my favorite thing of the show, I think so far, and I full on just started crying when I saw it and maybe I'll start crying right now, I don't know, because I feel it, um, is when Ray was in that fight with his dad in episode five, and then switches to Korean. Hmm. And I hope you won't mind me saying this, but Ray's mother doesn't speak English. She's, she only speaks Korean. So he grew up translating for her in America. And that also means she's never seen him perform without subtitles. So that was the first line she's really gotten to see much of where she wow. could understand what he was saying. And I was, oh, I was like, <laughs> We just need to shout that from the rooftops. Like, like, what a moment for her and for him and for that family. And for the, it, I thought that was so special. And so, like, we need more of that. That's, that's where the heart of the show yeah. is. That's an amazing perspective to bring to it because I recall that, that scene for basically turning into a little bit of a gag at the end because it was so poignant, but then uh, C.S. Lee undercuts it by saying, when did you learn to speak Korean? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you know, it was, it was, it kind of took you out of the moment. It was good to transition away from it, but um, it was, you're right. It was, it was powerful. It was nice to see because that's part of the, I think the growth that we've seen in Ray's character, we got to see it a lot in this, this has taken too long because he was forced to just on his own recognizance, figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we see more and more of that every leap, Um, especially almost to reckless abandon in um, Lonely Hearts Club um, when he seemed to be hell bent on getting away from you maybe yes. to his own, to his own detriment. So um, it, yeah, it's been an interesting dynamic to watch an interesting evolution for his character and for your character as well, because it's just such these uncharted waters that are so unlike season one. Which is great. I mean, we love yeah. that. Like at the very least, like look at the breadth we can go from one season to another. Mm-hmm. And then like the season three ideas are phenomenal, which <laughs> Cannot say anything about. And obviously, we gotta wait. I mean, we, we can we can soundboard this. No, if you we wanna, can't. You know, no, we can't. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, there was there was a great scene, and this has taken too long. Of Addison in the Fermi suit getting ready to leap as she was supposed to. So there are other timelines possibly out there, well, maybe colliding, maybe intersecting. You better call my writers. Actually, you better call NBC. Let's start there. Let's start. Uh, but yes, it's been so nice to be so different. Just mm. and watch Ray. I mean, look, no, nobody needs to praise Ray's acting because it speaks for itself. But I mean, the guy can do anything. The guy can do anything. And then you give him this 
here, you don't remember things figured out in season one. And now, oh, by the way, like here's a freshly broken heart and you do remember things and you're going to be stuck out here forever. Uh, so deal with that. <laughs> they're pretty, they're pretty big things to play. And he's, he's just crushing it. Well, let's, let's talk about some of your performances over the last few episodes. You, you've yes. Let's, um, don't, don't turn this to Ray. You've, you've shared a few of the, the tougher moments and the, the sadder moments. Is there anything that you've, you've genuinely had fun with? Have you, have, what's, what's been your most enjoyable memories of recording the, se- the season today? Keep in mind, we're, we're catching up on six episodes now. So I know this is a broad question. I know. Well, well, we're talking at the wrong time because there's some stuff coming up soon, which we'll talk again after that is very cool. Um, it is very cool. So I'm pretty like, yeah, I've had some real highs this season. Uh, but we haven't seen them yet. You just haven't seen them yet. <laughs> uh, I've had some acting highs when it comes to, like the, the, the sadness, like, like even though yeah. it wasn't fun to play as a, as Ray's friend and, Caitlin on the show and Addison as an actor, you're, I mean, you love those moments. You get to go somewhere other than, you know, a quippy thingy or here's some information about how you're going to die now. Um, (laughs) This is how now everybody's going to die. So, but yeah, some of the, some of the real highs I still think are coming up for her because, you know, at this moment we, we really took the first four episodes to close the chapter like mm-hmm. close season one, reestablish the boundaries, reestablish this under- world. And now, you know, I'm not even in the leaps. So it's going to take a minute before we can kind of reshuffle the board and, and things settle in. But what's really fun about that is it creates space for Mason and Nanrissa and Ernie. I mean, one of my favorite things was that on episode five, um, coming up uh no six i'm sorry six coming up um (laughs) mason was supposed to be the hologram the entire time and i don't know if i'm supposed to say this but mason got covid and so we all of a sudden had to start and i remember when it happened we were mason wasn't sitting with us they were in the trailer which was a little Mm -hmm. weird and then all of us are waiting for Mason, just probably talking a lot of smack, being like, oh, my God, where is Mason? And it's me and Ernie and Nan, and we're all sitting around. And then I think Drew came up. Yeah, because it was Drew's episode and mm-hmm. looking stressed out and was like, OK, so there's there's some changes because, um, you know, they can't tell us, but we all know. We're like, oh, Mace got the vid. Mace got the vid. <laughs> Um, and they weren't sick. So it was all good. It was just a test positive And I think a runny nose. So Mason was fine, but what ended up being fun. And I think you're going to see it tonight is that it gives it this quality of like, Oh no, like tag team. You like, instead of the one, like steady, steady Eddie hologram, like Ernie was. And like, I tend to be all of a sudden you have like a, someone's coming in, someone else is coming in. Someone who's in, who's going in. And that is fun. And like, we have space for that on that show. Cause if, if it's not somebody's job, then you're tag teaming and, and it just created, it creates opportunity, right. Which is fun. Mm. I think that uh, Drew did speak to that a little bit with us because mm-hmm. he said that um, actually Mason was supposed to win the rock, paper, scissors fight. Uh, but then they had to pivot because of, apparently was apparently they weren't available. And, um, yeah, you wouldn't notice it watching the episode. Put it that way. So, uh, you guys made it work and we're always on team Jen here anyway. So we love seeing Jen as the hologram as well and it's getting so uh, to see more and Man- yeah. Manrissa doing stuff. So, I love it. yeah. So, but I mean, that's one thing that we at first we kind of scratched our heads about in season one, how it seemed like the hologram could be interchangeable, uh, where it was, you know, so set in the lore of the, legacy series that it was Al and basically it was brain, a brainwave thing and you had to have the, the hand link and this new build of the project, it seems like, you know, well, obviously we proved it this season. It's, you can't have anybody go in there and be the hologram, I guess, as long as they have clearance. So it just opens up the storytelling possibilities in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
this season has been so much more dynamic feeling and mm. we're just now getting started. It, it already feels like it's, it's above and beyond what it's been. And we, we haven't even begun. Right. You just had to, you had to just break, break a mold that existed long before there was a cast of five, you know? And, and I think once you moved out of that, the possibilities of the show, and I know Deborah talks about this constantly, but it's the, it, you know, the possibilities break open if you're willing to just get away from that, that, you know, concept a bit. And it's better. Like, you know, as the person with screen time to lose here, like, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm the one losing screen time and I'm like, it's better. Like it's fun to watch Mason and Ray riff. It's fun to watch Nan Rissa side eye everything and, you know, really like just get to be her. And it's fun to watch Ernie be someone other than the level-headed constant in the office. Um, that's better. We have a good cast and they have a good chemistry. Use them. Like, get me out of there. It's fine. It's okay. I'm like, I think it'd be don't not forever. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I think the show benefits from it. Um, so yes, you know, as the person with, with screen time to lose on this, I think it's, I think it's better for the show. And you say not forever. Well, we've, we know there's another two episodes that have been filmed Mm -hmm. that haven't been aired yet, coming up over the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. And you've already alluded to the fact that some of your highlights have yet to come. So I guess oh, yeah. we've, we we have a short window in which to expect some some more Addison. I Yes, I believe that is okay to say. <laughs> he says, trying to paint you into a corner here. Anything else, that, anything else you can share about? Oh, no. Uh, to... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's fine. So we, yeah, we've we've got uh, the Salem witch trial episode coming up, and the episode in Egypt. Which, like, by the way, hear what you're saying, right? We had we had the Princeton <laughs> episode with the geniuses and the Salem witch trial episode. It's very That's clear right. which person was supposed to go which with with which <laughs> leap, there. right? Yeah, right. Like, come on. <laughs> but but stuff happens, and then we get to play with that, which I think ended up even more fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, did you? Say, but yes, we do have Egypt. We do, uh, we do have Egypt, baby. Now, I admit you probably can't answer this because it might spoil things. Did you get to go on location? That's with, what I was about away? to ask. I was trying to figure out a way of, of getting Sorry. that. I should have. Uh, I'm going to have to call my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Call NBC. Um, I don't know if I can answer that. I'm sorry. I probably should have asked, but huh? I don't. I, it, we'll let you err on the side of caution. Yeah. I don't know. Please call NBC. I mean, there's going to be <laughs> pictures out at some point, right? Like I don't, whatever. Uh, um, I wouldn't be surprised, but I can't legally say yes or no. <laughs> We, we've seen you in the trailers for seven and eight looking like you're in the leap, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're on location because you know, there's the sets. That's stuff. true. So, yes. yes. Going to stop picking at this particular. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I'm not uh, being helpful here. As, as someone who's, who's excited about the new paradigm of the show and stuff that was coming up this season, I was surprised at honestly just how much they spoiled. With mm. the season long trailer and with some of the trailers that have been, you know, next on Quantum Leap, you know, the, the, the post credits trailers. So have, have you guys been reacting to that? Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, they totally told on me at the end of episode one that I had a new mm -hmm. dude. And I was like, guys, that's supposed to be like this, the SmackDown. And yeah. also people then had a week to be mad at me. Before they got <laughs> context, right? Like, you need some context before you just drop things that people get mad at me. People are calling me very mean words on the internet now. <laughs> we we said the same thing because we we saw the screener for episode two and got to see 
uh, Jen in what she's been doing, Mason what they've been doing, and you, you, it was kind of slowly, okay, things have changed. And right. Addison and Tom were slowly introduced. We dropped the goldfish that... into the thing. Slowly. <laughs> we're slowly. Those of, us, those of us privileged to have that experience got a nice... And then, yeah, 99% of the rest of the world got, boom, two seconds, kissing. It's yeah. all... She's a whore. Like, that's what they got. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I have been called thusly on the internet, um, which is a bit much. Three years, everybody. Okay, I wasn't, yeah. wasn't seeing somebody else on the side. Yeah, it's a sucky situation <laughs> for everyone concerned. Yeah, but I, yeah, I do. You know, it's it's network, and and so I don't make the decisions. Um, but I do sometimes wish they they'd let they'd let it <laughs> unfold at the pace the writers intended instead. <laughs> yes, but yeah, yeah, you know, you need the highlights, and I guess it. People watching Mad are still people watching. <laughs> Even if they're like, what happened? I'm going <laughs> to There's no audience. So. I've got to watch to hate it. Yeah. That is true. It does mean we've, we've been able to spend the last two months referring to this one as the Nazi episode. Um, yeah. Which, you know, and there's so much more to, to episode six than that. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's what really, again, I know. And like, you can't really call it that because that's halfway through the thing. <laughs> yeah. Know. No. Like, when we, we uh, yeah, we discussed it on the pod, the main pod. Um, it, we called it, it's almost like a National Treasure meets Indiana Jones. It, yeah. It's such a fun mystery episode and very it's smart fun. and, you know, action oriented in some parts, but, you know, kind of brainy too. So yeah. it was a Nazi episode. Yeah. It's a, but it, so for a Nazi episode, it had a lot going on. <laughs> it had a lot. It, it's, it's not often where Nazis aren't the main dish of the episode and they really made yeah. it, you know, that was just, that was half of it. It was the fun part was the Princeton part. Drew did a great job and also did a great job of fixing the emergency. Um, Mm -hmm. I got to bully Drew a lot because Drew's, uh, because, you know, he wrote me out of the episode for a lot of it. So I've been relentless. Um, But that's fun for me. Uh, Relentless in what way? (laughs) Just, you know, you know, I thought we were friends. You're going to get an episode and then you're just not going to even put me in it much. Okay. All right. I just, you know, okay. Just dropped off baby blankets because he's got a baby on the way. That's, that's, that's what kind of friends we are. I give you gifts and you write me out of your episodes. Okay. I understand. You had some very touching scenes. Okay. Maybe those baby blankets helped. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) So you guys, um, were done with the first six episodes just before the strike, probably what a few weeks, and yeah, not well, much. Yeah, the writer strike anyway. Yeah, and oh, no, the um, writer strike was starting. We finished our last week, and the writers right. were gone. Poor so, Dean so, couldn't come to set. It was his episode. But but you were lucky, as you said, that you benefited from the fact that you didn't have that hiatus. And now you guys are, you know, back back at it. Um, can you talk about sort of the, the schedule to come? And do we have do we have the entire back five to look forward to? It's going to be maybe 13 this season, Matt. Is that how it went? Yes. That's, yeah. yeah. Yes, it's 13. We do have the back five. So we're going to go 13. Um no more, which, you know, we were all a little sad for. I think all of us were hoping for a little more, but the reality is the strike took a very long time mm-hmm. and NBC's got um, a very full schedule, especially of like, I think the Dick Wolf shows coming up. So blame all the law and orders. Uh, that's, it's all their fault. Um, but yeah, we got, we got five more and we're going to start, we're shooting. I think we can say it. We start shooting the 27th. So we're going right back in. I'm I'm in a fitting tomorrow. Ray and Eliza are already doing press. Like, you know, the, the wheels are turning. Uh, and I just had a great conversation with Dean about the arc of the rest of season two. And I am not disappointed. So exciting. if that's exciting, I hope that helps. I'm sure that's all I can say. <laughs> And their ideas for season three. So we, we, we can take that away, Matt. Like, so Caitlin yeah. likes where we end up in season two and they have some pretty gonzo ideas for season three. Again, time, timelines colliding, Addison leaping. I don't know. Um, well, it's just, they can uh, change the games. 
Like we've already, they've yeah. already proved that they can do it. And they proved, they also proved, and which is, I mean, I think a huge thanks to the fans. They came with us on it. They're like, oh, this yeah. is different, but let's watch the show still. You know, um, that's a big deal. If you're to change, you know, when you change the structure of a show that big. Uh, and so it, it, we proved that we can do it. So mm-hmm. let's keep going. Mm. Keep doing it. That's terrific. I'm just so happy that you guys got your your other five that we were able to get. I mean, we're in a, a pretty privileged position as Quantum Leap fans this season to have basically what amounts to a full season of, of new shows where, you know, what maybe one or two other shows have anything at all. So you know, it's keeping us busy. So thank you. We're excited about it, too. And did we ever get to even talk about 18? Did I even talk to you guys after the finale? <laughs> Yeah, do you recall we did uh, a roundtable and it was um, it was Nanrissa and Ben, yes. uh, Ben and Ray. You know Ray. the guy who plays Ben, Ray. Okay, and, and you, um, all three of you, uh, spoke to I think Albie and and Matt yes. and I were all on that call. Yes. I think it was all three yeah. of us, so that it was, was kind funny. of a full house. So we did discuss, but you couldn't really discuss anything after that. So we took it right to that final scene where mm-hmm. there were still like you know like conspiracy theories on the internet that somebody did manifest in the accelerator chamber at the end of that episode. And who was Addison staring at? Oh, and we've had so many discussions <laughs> online about the, the look on your face and what that meant. <laughs> it meant there was no one there. <laughs> people, people read so much into that look. Yes. So. Well, that wasn't supposed to be. I wish I had known they were going to end it on that look because I might have delivered a slightly different look because it was there was a whole scene after that. A whole scene that was supposed to play that they just cut. But ended up being, I think it was the right move because, you know, I think the question of it, again, it's like people, even if even if they're watching because they're mad or, you yeah. know, they want to know what happened. Like that's, it's positive. Keeping them watching. Are you at liberty, do you think, to, to reveal what that scene is since it's now ancient history? Or I, I understand if you don't think you can. Oh, I think I can. I think it was just basically he didn't come home and what are we going to do? We're going to keep going. It was like she and she delivers like a bit of a, um, okay. Okay. Well then we're going to figure this out until he is. And that's kind of where it's basically, it's essentially what happened anyway, but instead of saying it, they cut it so that you don't know, is he back? Is he not back? Is he is there somebody else? Is, you know, um, I understand why they cut it, but ultimately it didn't change what would have happened. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think, yeah, it's, it, it's nice to leave it on sort of that cliffhanger mm-hmm. and to see what's what. And then we get, you know, next season on quantum leap and we see Ray saying, well, haven't I leaped home? So we kind of knew it was going on. I mean, yeah, like it's pro like it's, you know, I think Martin says it, it's a bit of the odyssey. Like, Mm. You know, that's like, he's got to stay out there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But to a certain extent, that's the show. And he's, you know, he's, he's, it's his show. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the structure of it, at least for now, but who knows, the writers are stinking brilliant. So they could, they probably could figure it out. And Ray is like half back in the real world and we could still, it'd still be a show. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea what what they could do, but they could do it. Well, I want to thank you for putting to bed some internet speculations. Uh, There have been people saying it was Sam that stepped out uh, when Ray didn't come. Um, You know, there were just so many weird fan theories going on about who was actually in the accelerator. And we now hear it from Caitlin that nobody. There was nobody in the accelerator. Let's all move on. Chris, you you know the internet well enough. That won't stop anything. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> fake news, fake news. Fake news. But, you know, still going. Yeah. Season two so far has been so much more expansive and dynamic. Um, there's a lot more adventure leaps, a lot more uh, human-centered leaps. Um, just it, it's, it's such a completely different show. Um, I know that we've discussed some of the highlights that you've had. Um, aside from the Lonely Hearts Club, do you have a favorite episode or a favorite new feeling about this season that that has even surprised you as someone on the show as to where they've taken it? 
I think we should talk more about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's such a kick the can answer. I'm so sorry. But the thing is, is like, not only are we about to turn left again, but we're going to turn left again, again. And so there's so much happening still. I think, I think one of the things that I am very excited for audiences to see is that it's not just Ben and Addison who have a dynamic now to figure out as the shows move forward, but there's other characters on the show this year that we're very excited about. Um, and I think all of those characters have to figure out how they work with each other moving forward. Uh, and I think audiences are really going to enjoy how that gets worked out in a, in a really cool way, in a way the show's never been able to do it before. Cool. Wow. Ooh, that's, wow. that's so intriguing. Uh, yeah, we got a little bit of that. Oh, I'll say that again. We got a little bit of that, uh, in this episode with uh, Ben and Tom interacting, which is not something we expected to see, yeah. much less they seem like they could have been friends by the end mm -hmm. of it. So, yeah, um, it's going to uh, one, I guess, maybe the first unexpected step, right? Mm -hmm. So, oh, really cool. I'm so intrigued. I can't wait to see these. <laughs> I can't get over. Um, Caitlin, it, it's always such a joy to speak to you, and it's it's so lovely to have you on the show. And we just invited you on to have a chat about the last six episodes because we know you've been chomping at the bit to talk about them. And you have managed to tee up what amounts to just two more episodes left <laughs> this 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 <laughs> half season. So well, I'm yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what's coming up for the next couple of weeks now, but I'm I'm excited. Thank you. I'm sure fans <laughs> will be as well. <laughs> I love it. It's what amounts to, oh, yeah, yeah, those are pretty good, but wait till these come out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you for joining us. Oh, and, thank you uh, for having I, me. I really hope we can we can have you on again uh, at the end of the season. Absolutely. Oh, it's going to be fun. Fantastic. Can't <laughs> wait. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.